we've got five days until Christmas, 13 days until 2024. I'm sorry, 12 days until 2024, excuse me. 15 days left until Yamamoto has to sign with someone in Major League Baseball. And 99 days until opening day, guys. Yeah. It's, it's exciting times right now. It's beginning to look a lot like excitement. Listen, welcome into PHOI Phillies podcast. Tyler Zuli, Jamie Lynch, Renee Washington here. We're back in studio. Special thanks to all of you that tuned in yesterday to our show live from Reading Terminal Market, especially those that stopped by to say hello to us in person. We met with Valerie Moore. We had a chance to Valerie catch up with awesome. Mickey Durkin, who also gave us a gift and really was raising the bar for everybody in the chat. Uh, Santiago, you missed your chance. You're asking about a date. You missed your chance. Our date was yesterday. Is he the one in Arkansas, Santiago? Yeah. yeah. Apparently, I've got. That was a tough trip. Hoes in different make. area codes. <laughs> <laughs> Santiago, Eugene, you know, my list is growing. Uh, Dave P, welcome in. So it is exciting times because yes, we are finally into double digits until the start of baseball returning, guys. That's that's really happening. Yeah, and then spring training is probably, what, like 60... Even sooner. 60-some days until pitchers and catchers report. Baseball does have a long-ass season, don't they? It's not soccer long, but yeah. damn, it's long. It's long because it's just a lot of formalities and Hockey's things Hockey's really long, too. Yeah, it is. It but yeah, baseball is. will be here before we know it. And, you know, we got some fun things in store for the month of January to get us through it. And, uh, you know, the normal shenanigans that we find ourselves in every day. So should we just start with the elephant in the room, Renee? No. So let's talk. Are, are you sure Yamamoto. you don't want to start? Because <laughs> I have an official all, declaration. First of all, you make your declaration first. And then I will. I will actually. So second of all, I'm going to give okay. my declaration because I'm going to raise your declaration. <laughs> okay. Another declaration. Um, but guys that are watching live, Rick. Hey, Rick. I see Rick. We love we 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 know you, Rick, very well. What up, Dave Rick? Santiago. Uh, we have some some news to share before well, we even get into Yamamoto specifically. That's debatable. About Phillies. Yeah, <laughs> we have some minor news to share. So uh, <laughs> sitting out in the green room, you know, we have a shared show sheet <laughs> that we both kind of contribute to. You love talking about the show sheet. Yeah, Jamie. my back is to Renee because I have ADD brain, so I like to sit directly in front of the TVs while I work because I like. Looking at noises and things and sounds and all that. And Jamie uh, Vince, just also doesn't like sit, sitting next to me. No, it's not that either. I like the, it was a credit to you the way you set up the office. Oh, thank you. I do like that table over there with the bar stools, oh, right? Thank you. you can do work and be productive. Anyway, so Vince is behind me, who uh, is our office manager, our GM, if you will. And then you are on the other side of him. And Vince is a Philly sicko, just like the rest of the people in the chat. And uh, so my back is to Renee. And Tyler, what do I hear? <laughs> oh my, the Phillies are the favorite to get Yamamoto now. And me and Vince are like, wait, what? Because everything you've seen and heard is the Yankees are the favorite. Woo! Everybody else is playing for second place. So me and Vince immediately are like a dog with a treat in the air. We're like, what? Who? Who? Who's who's it tied to? Yeah, please tell me it's Morosi. Oh, please, I'll take John Heyman. You know, anybody. If it's Jeff Passan, I might poop. And you're like, hold on, hold on. I'm reading it now. I'm reading it. And we're like, Renee, <laughs> Renee, who is it? And then you're like, oh, wait, it's not really it's that Joe credible. Schmo. It was some blonde. 
like some Joe Schmo doing it for clicks, and it worked because the headline literally said Phillies and Yankees favorites to get Yamamoto. And I'm like, what? I haven't seen that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> because it's not excited. out there. It's not real news, guys. It's fake Damn news. It, but what what the article was saying, and this is what I hate about, unfortunately, that I get duped again. Yeah, you I ate did, the poop. Well, online. I was just reading the headline, and then you guys were like, whoa. I was literally reading the you headline that the Phillies are the favorite. I was just reading. I wish that was a real headline. I do too. That I would was be like, really what? cool. I was reading the headline, but, and then I hadn't read the article yet, but I was literally reading the headline out loud because I talk a lot and I was just talking. And Jamie and Vince nearly, you know, I declared war crimes against you, and Vince agreed. Well, what makes it even better is we sit down, and uh, Jamie actually was saying Yomo. Uh, yeah, I, sli- I slipped with the uh, Yomo. Yeah, and I know. It's, it's your fault. I'm excited because I'm, you know, I'm all about, I'm all about the nicknames, guys. I'll give every single one of you a nickname, also. Uh, but this is basically so what why would you call the Barbara article. Carroll, our, our most recent commenter, Baka. No, I was Bob Babacar. <laughs> Oh, no, God. I would call her Babs, probably. Babs, probably. okay. Probably just Babs. Or BC, you know. BC, BC yeah. Love a good initials. Um, yeah, I mean, if you all want nicknames, it's tied I got to Chunis. What did that bastard do? I'll get him. Oh, I'll text boy. him right now. What did he do? It's tied so, to him. Listen, he started this. He caused the poop online. There, there have been a lot of people speculating, dropping false fake news. We don't do fake news here, guys. We don't. We will unless own it's up beneficial to, it. to the Phillies. Like, should yeah, we just run? Sure. Should we just pretend like today's show, like this is <laughs> this is actual <laughs> news like, reporting? It was said on PHY Phillies <laughs> podcast. Jamie Renee reported it first. We yeah. broke the news. I'm fine with that. The yeah. reason why it broke as favorites for the Phillies is because John Morosi did come out and say that Bryce Harper is doing all he can to recruit. Yamamoto to the city of brotherly love. love that's, that. that's what the statement said. But that does not make the Phillies the favorite. And then the piece went on to say that, of course, Bryce Harper FaceTimed him. That's old news. We know this already. Bryce Harper it. was FaceTiming Yamamoto. Of course, the Phillies met with him. The Phillies now that makes them quote unquote favorites. Not true. Not true at all. Uh, as we knew, we knew this week was going to be a lot. It's only Wednesday, which, which is wild. It feels like it's Friday or Saturday. And we knew coming in when Jeff Pass was saying that, you know, the proposing contract terms are going to be getting rolled out this week. Uh, we were also going to start seeing teams be- begin the actual bidding process. Things are going to intensify. So no surprise we're getting some fake news. But unfortunately, something I did read that I do believe is correct news. Um, and this was another report that came out. Now... This is... I agree, John. It's very nasty stuff. Listen, everybody's trying to shoot their shot at becoming a credible breaking news source. So even some of the smaller publications, like the Nork Star Ledger, had a a, a reporter come out. If you got told (laughs) something by someone you trusted that you believe to be true, would you try and, quote unquote, put it out there or break it? It depends on the relationship and it depends on the news. Okay. Like, there are certain... I don't... And I had this conversation with Tyler before. I know MBDBDF said he's Team Tyler. Team Zuli, by the way. Love that. Um, I'm... I've had this conversation with Tyler. I'm the type that I'd rather have the relationship shared, like, saved and respect you versus just using that because I want to just have this quick, like, five seconds of fame as the person that broke the story. So I'm all about... Yeah, I kind of agree because I've I'd rather be second... It's not my lane. Well, third. No, you know what I, I mean? don't. Like, I don't want to be a breaking news either person do I. like that. I mean, it's that. Listen, that's a. 
I was just having this conversation the other day too. It's a, it's it's a an very interesting conversation. It's a very cutthroat lane of the breaking news, you know, the Woges and even at Rappaport's and John Heyman's and people that are breaking news because you are fighting to be the first and then yeah. you're fighting to get that credibility um, and be ma- and making sure that everybody's always show if you broke it first that you're correctly getting, you know, the the respect and also the um, what's it called? I'm blanking. Cred. Yeah, the credit. Credibility? The credit. The credit. Oh my gosh. Wow. You're getting the sorry. Credibility? Credit. You're okay. Just the credit. Brain farting? It's just the credit. credit. I am. I'm it's my brain is Yeah, I, I'm curious like, how people You're fighting f- to get the industry. credit yeah. to be the first <laughs> to be known as the first that broke it. <laughs> you struggling with credit and credibility? Like what's going on over there? You okay? Credible, credibility, credit, whatever, <laughs> whatever, guys. It's whatever. All the same words, route. words, words. Yeah, like uh, I, it's I a had lot. once uh, it's stressful. I had, and people at my former place of employment, no, like I had Kevin Durant to the Nets before it happened, like before anybody credible, like because of weird back channeling that just kind of like fell into my lap. And I was like, do I want to tweet this? And I was like, no, I don't. Yeah. Like, this is not my lane, not my uh, thing. So like, even if I got something Phillies related, I don't think I would yeah. really like and tweet it's, it like there, that. There are things, uh, unfortunately that just don't need to be shared. I know Dave is mentioning about, you know, a terminal illness. I know Santiago oh, said Schilling's like, a POS yeah, for what he did. I, I, I cannot, uh, Santiago saying like, I personally, well, I guess you're saying for me, I'd rather have the information first before I share it. And that's the truth. Like I just, certain things don't need to be shared. And especially when it comes to illness, I know, for example, one of my former places of appointments, uh, ABC, they just had their chopper go down, unfortunately. And the pilot and the I photographer passed That's away. Awful. And so they haven't shared the names yet because they first have to, you know, make sure they're contacting the families awful. before you are sharing the, you know, the story. And every, you know, some people might just jump to share the story or Ugh. start speculating of who it is. And I think that's awful because there's a fine line. It's just sports. It's just news. Even well, you don't have to cross that line of ethics. Yeah, I think there's more to, to, to lose to than there is to gain. Yeah, or even if there's a story that comes out about somebody's personal life or something like mental health, terminal illness, death. There are certain things I'm not. I'm not rushing to be first, just so I can say in that five but seconds of fame. But if Yamamoto verified account, you know, slid in your DMs. And Yamamoto was like, already told me, guys, to this is, this is would the you real, break it? So this is the real reason I know the Phillies are a favorite because <laughs> Yamamoto is told me personally. Twitter? He can't be, is he? His handle is probably like Yomo? at Yosh Yam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, but <laughs> I wonder if he is. I, I hadn't thought about it until you right looked this that up. Time. Anyways, Bob Clappish, who I'm gonna give him his credit. He did share this, and that way, if it's not correct. You guys can talk to Bob and not me. Bob Clappish is a reporter. He works with the Newark Star-Ledger. There's a lot of North Jersey, New York publications coming out, of course, with the Mets and Yankees being front runners. For sure. He's saying there's a growing sense among the teams pursuing Yamamoto that he will not pick his landing spot before Christmas Day, and negotiations could ultimately stretch into the new year. That's per Bob Classic. And what's the date again? January 4th, we believe? January 4th is the final day. Ooh. So he could take it down to the wire. He could take it down to the wire is what that report is saying. So that makes me a little bit excited, actually, for the Phillies or yeah. just other teams. Because if he knew for sure, like to me, this means he wants to take time, celebrate the holidays, not have to worry about the chaos, maybe put things, sleep on it a couple of days, have some chance yeah, to I mean, break more, bread with his family. The more conversation, the more... Uh, he thinks about it. You know, I think it can only increase some some dark horses chances here. Uh, and then you you tie this. Ken Rosenthal had a report on The Athletic 
And uh, yes, Mike Friedel, thank you to everybody in the chat. Please hit that like button while you're in here. Yeah, Mike. Uh, Ken Rosenthal had a piece out, and he did have a couple little Phillies nuggets. Mm -hmm. uh, as they do seem to be like lying in the weeds a little bit, this is on the heels of Alex Coffey's report yesterday that they're going to be aggressive and going after him. Mm -hmm. uh, so now Ken Rosenthal basically says the fact that the Phillies... And we'll get to his other point after this. They've only had two Japanese players in the history of the franchise. Wild. They've been historically slow to get into the Latin American countries and the Asian countries as a franchise. Um, and, you know, it's there's only two Japanese players. So, like, that stuff does <clears throat> matter in these negotiations. So Ken Rosenthal was basically saying, like, this is a pretty good sign for the Phillies asian relationships mm -hmm. that you're in this final stage if you will uh of negotiations for yamamoto so you know when you hear that from from ken rosenthal's uh fingertips on a on an article it's it's pretty encouraging for the future um because ken rosenthal goes on to say like we talked about the other day even if they don't get yamamoto so he kind of like a little bit sprinkles uh, some on the Alex Coffey thing yesterday that they're going to be in the market for. Um, <laughs> I, I think way too hard about it. Imanaga. <laughs> You're thinking way too hard about it. I was like, what is David Goose so along? Uh, Imanaga and uh, I, I got to get my note here. Uh, to do the other name, Fujinama. Uh, so he Fujinami? says, even if they're not, you know, going to get Yamamoto, they're still going to be after those two. Which tells you, you know, like they're still actively, you know, trying to go for it. Yeah. Which is, which is a pretty great thing because uh, Imanaga is on uh, the Athletics' top 40 remaining free agents. He was 12th on the open market. Mm -hmm. So, like, he is still up there in, in terms of uh, a coveted uh, signing here. So, pretty encouraging stuff to hear from Ken Rosenthal and Alex Coffey yesterday. It does give you a little bit of hope. It does. It does. Okay, so this is not breaking news by any stretch of the imagination, but this is some interesting news for you guys. I like interesting news. Um, I've been doing a deep dive because Ooh. Jamie did mention what I don't would see him be... on Twitter. Is that where, is that where <laughs> I you're found going? him. I've... So Yamamoto is on Instagram. Ugh, it's trying to make me log in. I don't want to log in Instagram. Uh, Yamamoto's on Instagram at Yoshinobu underscore Yamamoto. Do we have, uh, do we have any... Uh... Uh, is, is there any like pork roll images up on no, Instagram? No, that's or? what I want to do some more stalking. Unfortunately, um, he doesn't seem very active on social media. Mm. So, what kind of 25 year old is he? I don't know. Is he on a TikTok? weird one. You will never sell a player <laughs> with pork roll. We gotta find a new slant for you. Uh, no, I'm pretty I, sure that Yamamoto's just gotta, gonna try the pork roll. He's got a posted picture with uh, Mike Trout. Well, that's that's an good. oldie. Um, he's got 860,000 Instagram followers. So here's his Twitter name. And he, he doesn't post. Like his last post. Oh, November 27th. That's not that long ago. I need to translate his captions, though. He did last post. Nolan Arenado and, and Mike Trout are his last two. He posted two pictures with them. No, that's that old. the Phillies. That's, that's old. That's his most recent post. No, those are pinned posts. There's a difference. What? <laughs> oh no oh pin posts yeah, yeah they're they're the pin posts they're not the most recent okay. ones look for the they got the yeah, thumbtack yeah, in the yeah, corner i see all right oh boy yeah nothing so no, he no posted roll, last no november scrapple, no 27th uh nothing specific that's you know makes us think anything about his future now i did find him on twitter guys if you're looking for yamamoto on twitter is his he? handle is at 
Pam pam pam. Should we start a movement to like stalk him and like we should, tweet Everybody him daily? should start reaching out to him on Twitter. <laughs> you know, such a boomer, Matt. Everybody should start reaching out to Yamamoto. That's more Who on Instagram. Who pins pictures on their Instagram profile? Me. I literally have pictures pinned and reels pinned. You don't? Clearly not. Like that's what it's for. It's supposed you put like some of your top posts or your most exciting ones you want people to see. Like when they first go to your page, just like we did. We're like, oh, Mike Trout and Yamamoto picture. Okay. Renee, I posted one picture <laughs> on Instagram for the entirety of 2023. <laughs> I posted one on my anniversary in 2022, and then I posted one on my anniversary in 2023. That's it. So is your page just to post anniversary? You're a big wife basically. guy. Tyler's really big wife guy. They, they, you they only do post my anniversary. Okay. <laughs> That's what people on the street. All righty. Hey, Barbara Carroll's with me. She says, let's get him a pork roll, egg, and cheese on a bagel. Maybe from Bagels and Company, who sponsored our show yesterday. You yeah, know what I'm saying? And they like, have 30 different assortments of cream cheese. Sounds like a great plan to me. Barbara gets it. A pork yeah, roll, you egg, know what? and cheese. Clearly, we need to have Bagels and Co. Yeah. with the show. And then we're going to help schmooze Yamamoto. See how I'm rhyming there? To come to Philly. I think it's a done deal. Uh, yeah. So, Chris, welcome. Glad you could make it. Uh, you're getting some. You're getting some interesting comments, Jamie, <laughs> about your age here, and and Tyler, you as well. Listen, I'm the only I mean, one that's about it. I'm the only are. one that's locked in. Yamamoto is on Twitter. All right. What do we His got? His handle one, two, three, four. His handle is Yamamoto eight one seven with five Y's. At five Y's. Oh, five Y's. Five Y's. That's real sneaky. Amoto 817. It's clearly him. Um, he just hasn't posted since 2022. So he's on the Tyler train. Is he verified? Apparently. No, because Twitter got rid of people's verifications. Like, that doesn't mean oh, anything right. anymore. Yamamoto, what? Yeah, 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 Yamamoto. <laughs> 817. 817. Five, do, you to, do you want me to send it to you? Well, if I'm going to be. Should I send you the link? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Jeez Louise. One, two, three. Jamie's, right. Jamie's going to send one of those Rob McElhenney, dear Yamamoto. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I feel throw, like we could be friends. I don't throw as hard yeah. as you, but I think <laughs> you'd be impressed with my speed. Would you like to get a pork roll, egg, and cheese with Yo, me Yeah, why sometime? are you stuck on pork roll? Rick's asking a great, great question. I think it's uh, you know, like one of the fine delicacies like a... of, it's unique to our area. Okay. I love pork roll. I could eat pork roll all day, every day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that's not a that is a lot of things mustard. I can eat all day, every day. Mm. All right, so definitely exciting uh, that we found him on social media. If nothing else from this show so far today, guys, you got to be able to find Yamamoto so, on Instagram so we're and Twitter. Stalk him, Go shoot him. I think everybody should follow him. I think everybody should send him pork roll, cheesesteaks, <laughs> hi, happy holidays. A sandwich. You know, schmooze him a little bit. What, what's the worst that could happen? We got 14 days to what's win the worst? Exactly. What's the worst that could happen? He doesn't like it? Whatever. Uh, so go follow Yamamoto and go uh, connect with Yamamoto. So some other interesting news that came about, and Tyler actually was the one that found this first in our thread that we have. Um, so... You know, with Shohei Otani going to the Dodgers, then leads to the question of apparently, I didn't know this was a question of, uh, you know, biggest impact. So I'm just going to actually backtrack. Ben Verlander was saying um, yesterday in his segment, he this was is talking a about. Bad take. The, he was talking about Shohei Otani being the most important, biggest, most impactful. <laughs> signing ever for the Dodgers. He did go on to say how the Dodgers are now the favorite. Shohei Otani is going to be remembered as a Hall of Famer, as a Dodger, similar to how that Babe Ruth is always remembered as a Yankee. You don't remember Babe Ruth as a Red Sox, you know, first time there. That part I understand. Like, the marketing is huge. You know, movies are going to have Otani in a Dodgers uniform versus with the Angels. I understood that. But uh, backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. He opened up with saying 
the most impactful signing for the Dodgers is Shoei Otani. Did we hear about Jackie Robinson as the first ever African-American to break the color barrier and have a chance to play in the majors with none other than the Dodgers back in 1947? Yeah, if you... Um if you said this about any other franchise in baseball, you'd probably be correct. Any other Literally franchise. Literally any other franchise. Any Literally other franchise. Any single one. Any. Any. Th there is no any, any. more significant signing in the history of baseball than Jackie Robinson. No. You just don't say no. that. And literally all 29 other teams... You know, there's probably some pretty big signings, but maybe not as impactful as Shoei Otani. The Dodgers are the one team that's like, nope, can't say that. And somebody on the chat says, you know, Ben Verlander is desperately in love with Shoei. Yes, he is to a uh, borderline uh, concerning level. Uh, you know, he sat down and did like a documentary with yeah, him. And a he's lot. a huge it's, fan. It's a lot. And he promotes it's cute. Them. It's very cute. It's, it's I guess. Yeah. Like it, I get the sense sometimes he might be going through Shoei's trash. You know what I mean? Like, it's a little, it's a little much. Ew. So, listen, what I don't like Bad about tip. this is there are so many other ways you can say what you're trying to say. Yeah, just what he was, what he was alluding to is that he's one of the bigger signings yes. that they had. He's one of the more impactful because he is. I mean, Shogutani sure. alone for the international, you know, market that he's going to bring over, the media, the Japanese culture the that he brings in. That's even before you get to his actual talents you know, as an, as an athlete, that he does, he's a trailblazer. He's a pioneer in his, in his own right. But all aside from any sort of accolades, honors, Hall of Fame, big numbers, breaking records, the most important thing that was broken was the color line and making sure that instead of having the Negro Leagues and the majors, that now African-American players had the chance to play in the majors as well. And you cannot argue, like you mentioned, the biggest name in baseball ever. It's not about how many home runs you hit or what your ERA is. It's about the fact that you helped to change literally the game for the better. So that and, take and was very... And in our country, too. In our country, you know, yeah. It's, it's Jackie like, Robinson... It's bigger than baseball. That's why bingo. it's like... Jackie <laughs> Robinson and his wife, Rachel, did, have done so much during the course of their lives for the black community, minority communities. It is bigger than baseball. Yeah. And so it's a ridiculous take, and it's very out of touch, and it's very unaware to sit up and say... Did you ever uh, see... Um, that you're going to... Otani's the biggest, most impactful signing for the Dodgers. Uh, Succession on HBO. Did you watch that? No. No. Well, there's a scene where they're, they're reading a tweet and they're like, bad tweet, bad tweet, <laughs> bad tweet. I, I, as soon as I, Tyler sent that Ben Verlander thing, I was uh. like... Bad take. Bad take. Maybe Ben Verlander needs to go to New York and visit the Jackie Robinson Museum yeah. or something because you need to get a little more educated on the fact that Jackie Robinson is a pivotal figure in, like you mentioned, in history, way bigger than yeah. baseball or sports uh, for what Jackie Robinson helped to do. So very interesting take. Not a good take have at you, all. Have you ever seen 42? Yeah, good movie. It's a great movie. Oh. And that was Chadwood Boseman, right? Like, yeah. right before he blew up. He was before he passed awesome away. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was a Again, go watch the movie, Ben. Yeah, go watch it. Yeah, it's great. Maybe, um, uh, maybe Ben should. But then also with that, before we, before we bring in our guest for today that we have joining us in a moment, Kevin Hastings, did also hear a quick report about Otani that he is open to playing in the outfield. Now, we talked about this on the show before. As 
Otani was even available and we weren't sure which team he was going to. There was a speculation that for as high of the price point that he was being going to be signed for, that he would potentially play in the outfield. So when asked about it and when, when talking about it, Otani uh, did say that, you know, he's open to it. If, it. if it works and my arm feels okay, I'm open to it, so we'll see. But we've got a lot of time before we get to that point. Um, and that's something that we've heard from the Dodgers manager, Dave Roberts, and different people, that there's been talk about Otani playing in the outfield. Um, come September, you know, when he's able to throw a ball, that he'll be able to possibly play in the outfield. He did have seven outfield appearances in the course of his Major League Baseball career. And he's a, he's a super athlete, so yeah. he can play anywhere and if probably seamlessly. If he can go from a, a Cy Young finalist yeah. to, you know, a silver slugger DH to occasionally playing the outfield, uh, the man <laughs> is officially a, yeah. a, a freak. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just an absolute For freak. sure. So we're, uh, you know, that'll be very interesting to see if we're able to see Shoei Otani in the outfield. All right. That being said, definitely want to make sure we, before we close out and bring in Kevin, we clarified, no, the Phillies as of this show, as of what we're saying, are probably not a favorite for, for Yamamoto. Unless we start the fake Shall rumor and really push it, because I support that. Like, THLY Phillies rumor. is reporting the Phillies are the favorite. Like, screw it. I mean, it's it. not a terrible rumor, because yeah. they're still apparently in the mix. Yeah, so what, say who, we're the what makes you a favorite? Yeah. How are you not a I know people. Yeah, I mean, if they're one of the few teams that are in the mix, sure, that yeah. makes you a favorite, technically. Sure. You're not one of 30. Uh, Renee Washington or Ken Rosenthal. You know what I mean? Like, it's neck and neck. Look at this neck. face. Look at me. It's, it's neck and neck. What I lie to you guys? Jeff Passan or Tyler Zuli? I right. mean, it's basically the Jamie same thing. Jamie or John? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's that simple. Any of the Johns. Yeah. John Foley. Yeah. He will be with oh. us tomorrow. Yeah, he will. All right. And you know who's with us now? It's Kevin Hastings. Kevin Hastings is a fantasy contributor with Pitcher List. He also co-hosts 80 Grade on the On the Wire podcast on Pitcher List Pods. Uh, is a Royals fan, but the one of the coolest things about Kevin is nothing to do with his baseball, uh, the amazing work he does around baseball, but the fact that you do all this from the sunny, beautiful oh, beaches of Hawaii. Welcome in, and I wish we were you were welcoming us in to Hawaii instead. Let's let's turn the tables. But Kevin, make sure you're unmuted because we've had some guests make that issue. I'm sure you're good. Welcome into PHOI Phillies podcast. What is the weather like in Hawaii? Talk us. What is Hawaii like right now, this time of year? Well, it's wintertime, so it's chilly. It'll only be 82 degrees today instead of 85. Oh, man. Wow, Kevin. Well, you know what, Kevin? It's been 82. nice having you here on that note. Thank we have you this... so much. It's great being here. Thank you so yeah, much. Kev, we got this terrible, whipping, cold wind right now. Jeez. And a nice 82-degree day sounds marvelous. That's your winter. Hmm. Okay. So interesting. Um, now, although we might be having different forecasts, clearly very different forecasts and experiences, we are all experiencing the chaos of the hot stove right now and all that's going on around Major League Baseball. So, uh, you know, as a Royals fan, but also just the person that actively covers and talks all things baseball, how are you feeling about what's been unfolding around the Yamamoto watch, Shohei Otani after, you know, officially signing with the Dodgers and continuing to just break records in jersey sales and now possibly playing outfield and other names that are still on the board. What are your thoughts so far around the hot stove and how it's been, uh, how it's been going down from your perspective in Hawaii? I think it's really been slower the past couple of days than I anticipated. I believed once Otani, Otani signed 
that we that would open the floodgates. And now we're still waiting on Yamamoto. And there's the news that you just talked about. It may be definitely after Christmas, maybe into the new year. So he's going to take that right up to the deadline. Imanaga, Blake Snell still out there. I thought he would sign pretty quickly after Shohei Otani did. So it's really slowed down more than I thought it would. Yeah, being a Royals fan that you are, uh, this has to be a fairly surprising offseason for you. I, I want to say they were the eighth lowest payroll in baseball last year, and all of a sudden they're going out there and signing Lugo and Waka and, and Renfro and, and spending you know, almost as much as their team salary last year. Uh, what's going on with the Kansas City Royals? Is there a shift in ownership philosophy? Did they bring on more investors? Where, where's this newfound uh, spending coming from? I think there's a, a couple of things. One, there, there is fairly new ownership in uh, John Sherman that came from uh, Cleveland and, and purchased the Royals a couple of years back. And now they're, they're looking to get the fan base on board with a new downtown stadium. So I think that's part of it. And then also uh, the past couple of years with the new rules with the draft order and the MLB lottery, the Royals had the third worst record in 2022 and got the eighth pick in the draft. They had the second worst record in 2023 and they have the sixth pick in the draft. They're realizing it, with the new rules for the lottery, it's no longer worth having the worst record in baseball. Huh. Interesting. Very interesting. So as a, you know, as you're looking at these moves unfold, are you feeling more optimistic about the future for the Royals then? Absolutely. These are signings that wouldn't get uh, some fan bases really excited. However, at the same time, I have seen other fan bases upset that how did these guys end up with the Royals for that amount of money, uh, specifically Seth Lugo. So th that was a good. And as a Royals fan, this is the most exciting it's been in at least five, six years as far as an offseason uh, and the, the the depth they've added to the bullpen with Will Smith and Nick Anderson, uh, Chris Stratton. Uh, they had the worst bullpen in baseball last year. So fortifying that bullpen is, is a great move and they don't play in a tough division. So there is some excitement. Yeah, I'm actually hoping that the Phillies uh, can take Will Smith off your hand at the trade deadline uh, <laughs> so they can guarantee themselves a World Series here. You know, what is it, three or four right. years in a row, Will Smith has won a World Series. Uh, so, you know, it, let's keep those communication lines open around the trade <laughs> deadline. If you're looking to unload Will Smith, we'll gladly take him. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, so we have a question uh, from uh, one of our listeners in the chat, and it actually selfishly applies to myself, uh, being the fantasy baseball guru that you are. Uh, Wander Franco in Dynasty Leagues, how do you go about handling that? Because you don't want to give up on a player of that caliber, uh, but it certainly feels like one you kind of have to consider bailing on. Yeah, um, I mean, the only type of league this is a question in is a dynasty league, and that is tough. I think it would be my my last cut. You're not getting anything for him in trade. So I, you hold on to him as long as you can until we find out something more definite. But uh, if, if I needed the spot, I would go ahead and cut bait now. But he'd be my my last one. I'd try to hold on to him till we got a little more news, if possible. 
Mm, interesting. Well, I know Tyler actually has a question for you as well, our producer Tyler Zuli. I'll uh, let him ask it himself, though. Hey, Kevin. So uh, the, one of the names that I think that was really interesting, but uh, I'm not quite sure he gets moved now, is, is you know, former first-round pick Brady Singer. A really good year in 2022, really rough year in 2023. Um, what's the expectation for him uh, heading into this 2024 season? Well, I, I think... Personally, I'm pretty optimistic on, you know, he was the opening day starter for the Kansas City Royals last season. This year, he's probably going fourth, and that, that can really help alleviate a lot of pressure, and hopefully that, that that is a part of what was ailing him in 2023, because you're exactly right. In 2022, he was showing signs of being the guy they drafted him in the first round out of Florida to be, and, and so uh, hopefully the lowered expectations dropping down to fourth in the rotation can help that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to ask also about Bobby Witt jr. Kevin, uh, you know, what's going on there. What are you expecting? Are we going to see any sort of, of extension or anything? Uh, you know, what's your expectation for Bobby? I think uh, his extension is now the priority. I think as far as uh, free agents and trades go, there might be a couple of low, lower end deals but for the most part this is the team the royals are gonna run out there in 2024 so i think his extension and the talks that they have been having are are their priority now and it, the sky's the limit with this guy he he his his baseball mind is as good as his talent and what he does and that just helps so much and and i don't expect close to 50 stolen bases again uh but he's going to just be an amazing player in all categories out there on the field. So mm -hmm. Kevin, because you do so much work in the fantasy baseball world, which I'm a huge nerd of and love myself, and you can follow Kevin on Twitter at Hasting Kevin is your Twitter handle. Uh, looking at our own Philadelphia Phillies, if you had to take one Phillies fantasy player, uh, you know, first, whether it be Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, you know, a closer, Trey Turner, Bryce Harper, well, who would your first overall Philly selection be? Oh, it would have to be Bryce Harper. Um, that, that I think goes without saying he's, he's going to be drafted in the, in the first round of most fantasy baseball drafts, if not very early in the second, I'm, if you play in different leagues, different formats, but if you're in an on base percentage league an OBP league, rather than a batting average league or a points league, uh, then, then Kyle Schwarber skyrockets up the rankings that, that, that low batting average or threat of the low batting average doesn't have nearly the negative impact on your teams. Okay, okay. I know we've talked a lot about fantasy baseball and possibly putting together a league of our own here or uh, putting something together. So are you actively involved in a number of leagues? And uh, listen, I'm just going to pick your brain now. Yeah, what do you leagues? recommend? Because also a lot of people in the chat have mentioned that they have interest in wanting to be a part of a baseball fantasy league. And so is Jamie, of course, as he's alluded to I'm many a, times. I'm in a 20-plus year uh, uh, dynasty <laughs> league, so it's a very much a big part what of my are, life. What are the tips for fantasy baseball that uh, people should know? Um, the tips, I, I think, Using a, a nice set of projections that you trust um, to pick your player 
draft or in season management of your teams. Uh, there's there's several available on FanGraphs that uh, are free. Several different sets of projections. They have an auction calculator. You just plug in the settings for your particular league and it'll rank the players based on the settings of your league and doing something like that with and and sticking with one so you're not cherry picking what different projection systems like about different players and and then buying into your personal biases uh, but finding one nice projection system that you trust and sticking with it is probably the biggest tip I would have. Yeah, Kevin, the reason I asked you which Philly you would take first was because I was considering Trey Turner as really good value this year. Uh, he kind of had a down year for him uh, last year, kind of got back to the back of his baseball card by the end of the year, but really had a rough you know, couple first months here in Philadelphia. I almost feel like he's going to be undervalued some uh, this year around fantasy baseball because of those early struggles, or is that just us in Philadelphia looking at it through a microscope? No, I agree. Uh, earlier in draft season, which uh, a, a lot of us have, have really gotten into fantasy baseball being a year-round thing, I started drafting 2024 teams in September. So uh, early in, in draft season, uh, Trey Turner was going towards the end of the first round or even uh, early second round. And I was grabbing him in a couple of drafts when I had the eighth or ninth pick. Uh, so I agree with you 100% that... Uh, you know, last year he was the number one overall pick in fantasy baseball in, in many leagues. So, and like you said, his underlying skills were there, just didn't get the results the first couple of months. I think being able to get him later in the first round is a bargain. Hey, one more question for me, uh, if, if you don't mind, speaking of fantasy. One of the guys that I kind of used a little bit last year and I think could be in for like a boom 2024 I know the A's are kind of uh the comedy of the league the last couple of seasons but uh is Zach Eloff a legit like everyday plug and play second baseman in 2024 in your opinion I think so I think if your expectations for the power uh aren't uh too high um he only played about half a season 14 home runs, 14 stolen bases. I think the stolen bases will play. I think you can pretty much prorate them. The power, maybe not so much. Uh, I wouldn't double the 14 home runs and expect 28 or even 25 out of him, but he's probably going to hit second in that lineup and where you hit in the lineup and play on an everyday basis, even on bad teams, you're going to accumulate the, the runs and RBIs that we need for our fantasy teams. Wow. Well, Kevin, uh, we appreciate you taking time to join us to talk about the Royals, talk about fantasy baseball. Um, also, help us live in a little bit of a fantasy world, wishing that we were in Hawaii with you for yeah. for the brief moment that we had a chance. I'm looking at the sun shining. Although we have a little, we've got some sunshine here too. I'm looking at the sunshine. I'm looking at your Hawaiian shirt, wishing I was there. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we'll have to do this again sometime. You're doing Maybe. life right, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you? I'm curious to know. Actually, were you always living in Hawaii? Did you move? from somewhere per se like Kansas City I grew up a couple hours away from Kansas City near Omaha Nebraska spent a few uh, years Omaha. in Texas that's where I met my wife and a couple of years after we got married uh, she was offered a job here in Hawaii so we've been here about nine years what a great oh, excuse man. to move there Twist my yeah. arm, I don't you? Man, such a tough decision. Um, okay, I love that. Oh, I do see one last great question in the chat. I think uh, 
We've got a quick second to, yeah, go to hit it. on it. So one of our viewers, Chris, is asking you to name the top five rookies of impact this year. Uh, who are your top five? That's a great question for you, Kevin. Especially Before, in Dynasty Leagues by, yeah. by now. Yeah. Well, put you on the hot seat uh, there. That is a great question. Uh, I love Wyatt Langford in Texas. Uh, Jackson Holiday, it sounds like, is going to be up with Baltimore. Uh, they're going to try to get that second uh, AL Rookie of the Year in a row for another compensation draft pick. Um, we got Jackson Churio since he signed his extension with yep. Milwaukee. He's probably going to be up right away uh, with the team. Um, I. Uh, one guy I like that's probably not as high on a lot of people's lists that I think we might see uh, probably not to start the season, but maybe earlier than a lot think is uh, Brian Ramos for the Chicago White Sox infielder. I really liked what I saw out of him in the Arizona Fall League. And to give another one a fifth, uh, Junior Caminero. Uh, it's, it's probably going to be up early and, and hopefully perform well. We were spoiled last year. I think we got to be careful on our expectations of these guys in 2024. That's a great point. The great list there, Kevin. I appreciate it. And we appreciate you taking time from Omaha, Nebraska to Texas to the sunny beaches of Hawaii, where you are five hours behind us. So bright and early that you're joining us here on PHOI Phillies podcast. It's been a pleasure having you here to talk baseball. Yeah, thanks so much, Kev. Thank you so much. Always love talking baseball. Of course. All love right. to have you back at some point. And for everybody, be sure to follow Kevin. It's his name flipped, actually. So at Hasting Kevin, who he does, and he does a great job, as you can tell, in his fantasy baseball coverage, but also all of his work that he's doing with Pitcher List and all of Pitcher his various, List is great, yeah. Yeah, all his various outlets. So make sure to give him a follow to keep up with all he's got going on, guys. Yeah, and there's a lot going on in Wayne and Westchester this time of the year because if you need some holiday gifts, it is that time of the year where you should be stopping into Wheelhouse Cards because Wheelhouse is our go-to uh, sports card gift and apparel shop in the Delaware Valley. It's a one-stop shop for this time of the year. Uh, whether it's cards you want or you want to get something graded or it's just some gear. Uh, their motto is cards and community because this love of sports, this sickness we all have, well, it brings us all together as a community probably more uniform than anything else. Uh, and they have tons of your favorite card brands like Topps Chrome Baseball and Mosaic Football, as well as gear, uh, you know, T-shirts, hats, hoodies, and all that good stuff that people love from uh, from Mitchell and Ness, 47 brand, Junk Food, Starter, and Shy Vintage Sports. And if you're looking to have your sports cards graded, well, they offer PSA grading submissions right there at their two locations in Wayne and Westchester. They also host a ton of different family friendly events and birthday parties every single month so stop into either of their stores in wayne or westchester open seven days a week at 11 a.m use code phly and get ten dollars off any purchase of 25 dollars or more that's a pack of cards right there and who knows maybe you'll pull a 900 dollars value card <laughs> uh so grab yourself a free pack of cards on us basically also be sure to give them a follow on instagram at wheelhouse cards and also another thing this time of year I just used the Game Time app the other night to surprise somebody with a little, you know, I can't stop. Like, we've said we're done with the girls' Christmas gifts, like, five Aww, different times. And then I'll be like, oh, well, you know, they, you know, you know, and it's kind of, you wow. know, it's the holiday spirit. How can I you not that. like giving? And everybody likes tickets to their favorite events. Uh, and if you use the Game Time app, it's the fastest growing ticket app in the country. You can get $20 off your first purchase with code PHLY because buying tickets should never be stressful. And Game Time makes it super easy 
easy for you. They have last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing. You can look at the image of your seat views, which I love, depending on if you're going to a comedy show, a music show, a sporting event, you know, your, your different vantage points uh, depend on the event you're going to. So you can check that out. Uh, forget planning months in advance. They have deals right up to the day of the event, flash deals uh, for all your favorite events. And if you find a cheaper ticket, well, they will give you the game time guarantee and you'll always get the best price. Uh, if you find the same section and row for less, game time will give you 110% of the difference. So snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use code PHLY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, just create that account and redeem code PHLY for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. Well, as we get ready to wrap up, just to uh, run through some of the other updates that have happened. I'm sad. I guess that ballpark's going to be over. I know. I'm so sad that I don't get to be excited about winning anymore. Yeah. Um, so some other <laughs> updates. <laughs> some other updates. Uh, we're still waiting on Dylan Cease. Now, there have been various reports that have come out. Of course, Ken Rosenthal was the one that mentioned at some point he's going to be traded. Um, Mark Fizan says, you know, something similar that is going to be traded this offseason. The teams that are the front runners continue to be Yankees, Giants, Rangers, Reds, Braves, and Orioles. Anyone according but to the Rosenthal. Braves. Yes, 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 yes. And then uh, also we're seeing down uh, or up, I guess I should say, with the Blue Jays, they've emerged as the favorites for Cody Bellinger. So, of course, they have money to spend since Get Toronto did not land Shoei Otani. And now John Morosi reported uh, as of Tuesday that Toronto is the team to watch in the Bellinger sweepstakes. So it's, uh, it's unsure exactly where he's going to go. But the Blue Jays and Cubs seem to be the two that we consistently hear. They are the favorites uh, for Bellinger and especially for the price point that he's going for. And uh, Bellinger, of course, would be a much-needed addition to their outfield um, when you're looking at the different players they have, like George Springer and Dalton Varsho. So lots of interest for yeah. the Blue Jays to it, be able to bring in It does in seem Cody like Bellinger. Yamamoto's like the plug in all of this. He is. It's like he because is. some of these teams, you know, whether they're interested in Yamamoto, and then it's like I feel like the floodgates are going to open once he makes his decision. And I know we yep. said that with Otani, but like Kevin, our guest just said, it does feel like there's been like well, a Well, because downturn. it's like a couple of clogs that are happening. Yeah. Like the first one was Juan Soto a little bit. But then once um, he was done, I was like, okay, Bellinger's But then Otani, because Otani was, we knew was going to set the market so high, but then we still have Yamamoto, who's as a, they all are hitting the market for, in a big way for different yeah. reasons. So it is and like on these big money guys, waiting. there's only certain teams that can spend the money. Right. So like they're waiting. So that's why a team like the Angels uh, allegedly have had interest in Blake Snell, but have been apparently the expectation is waiting for Yamamoto to sign. Yeah. So although the Angels, uh, according to John Morosi, have been having recent dialogue, as they say, with Blake Snell, the overall discussion is kind of I'm, moving at a slower pace because I'm curious by no where he surprise. Goes. Yeah, it's going to be whoever doesn't curious. get Yamamoto that thought they were going to get Yamamoto. So it could be like a Mets, you know, if they feel like they're yeah. one of the two finalists and don't get well, them. They might just say, like, screw it, give Blake Snell A team Snell like money. the Angels aren't interested in Yamamoto, but they're interested in Blake Snell. But they're still waiting for Yamamoto to make a decision <laughs> yeah. before they make a decision on Snell. It's just a lot. It's all because money. It's all business. the agents of yes. Snell and Montgomery and these other pitchers know they can get more money Correct. out of another team that misses on Yamamoto. It's it's quite annoying, but it's the way the game is played. Yeah, yeah. And apparently the Giants are doing some shopping as well, looking to bring in a, a shortstop. Um, it was Susan Slusser who reported that. We've 
had a couple reports from Slusser from the West Coast. Slusser! That they're looking to maybe package in a deal for a shortstop, maybe catcher Joey Bart or some other pitchers, young pitchers or outfielders. Um, we're going to see if they can bring in Padres, Haas, Soon Kim, or Brewers, Willie Adams, or there's some different names that have been floating out there. So the Giants, you know, you know, making a little, yeah. a little splash. And the Pirates, of course, another one, uh, they did... Bring back Return. fan favorite. Yes, Andrew McCutcheon, a one-year, five million dollar deal, um, as that was reported. So after spending five years with the Giants, the Yankees, the Phillies, the Brewers, McCutcheon returns back to Pittsburgh um, again <laughs> after uh, this past season. So that was a cool little. I love Uncle Larry. I love seeing these things. He, that was a fun three years when he was here. Yeah, uh, he's a guy you wish could have like been a part of some some winning times here, but uh, unfortunately missed that boat for the most part. Um, yeah, and then last two things that I've got, Jamie, uh, as you mentioned, the Mets, uh, if they are unable to land Yamamoto, they are planning, according to uh, various sources throughout MLB.com, they're planning to spread the money around instead of signing a big name. So they most likely would not be going after a big name free, free agent, someone like a Jordan Montgomery, Blake Snell. Uh, but instead, they are looking to spread the wealth. Sounds like they have a lot of holes in their roster then. <laughs> Got a lot of holes in the <laughs> roster, for sure. They're looking, they need a depth outfielder, a bullpen help, starting pitcher, but they're not just going to put all that money into one person yeah. if they don't get Yamamoto. Apparently, they're going to try to spread it out for some one-year contracts and some smaller deals and by to the fill way, all those gaps. The people in the chat have mentioned them a couple times. Who's going to get in touch with Jock Peterson and find out what the fuck that was? Oh, we've Oh, man. <laughs> that was the weirdest part of the offseason. That was. That was absolutely. I still don't Where's understand. He going? I still don't understand. Is he waiting for Cody Bellinger to but sign? But, like, okay. What There's was that? There's nothing. There is nothing. Yeah, I haven't heard any tied rumors to about him. So Jock maybe, maybe he did sign with the Phillies a month ago, and he's just been laying in the weeds for the team to announce it. I still don't understand what that was. I that mean, was so weird. He's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so it just, where like, will Jock Peterson say? It just is the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. It's stupid that we even had him pulling us like that. And it worked because he, of course, did it while we were live and didn't have a chance to vet it and mm -hmm. process through it. We sifted through we it. Were, we were sifting no, through for sure. Really. Um, but that but it was didn't make sense they would bring in a lefty bat. That, that no, was the part it, where it I just was like, also was so random because we hadn't heard anything about Jock Peterson. Then all of a sudden we started hearing mention of Jock. And then the post made it way worse. It was very weird. Um, and now we're talking about Jock Peterson. Like, what? Where did that come from? Um, and then also there is another Jeter back in New York with the Yankees. Uh, yes. Oh, I they, didn't see this. Oh, you didn't? No. Okay. Um, so they claimed the, uh, on waivers, they claimed Jeter Downs from the oh. Nationals. Yeah. No. <laughs> I thought you were going Derek Jeter. I was like, wait. Well, that's what they, that's what, okay. So he's named after Derek Jeter. <laughs> oh, okay. This is actually, this is, this is where we are right now. That's why I didn't This is where see we that. are right now that <laughs> yeah, we have like, fake what? news that the Phillies are favorites for Yamamoto. And we essentially have, it's not fake news, it's real news, but it's like overhyped news because they were leading with the fact that like, this is what the, one of the headlines was saying this, like there's a Jeter back. So I stole that because I was like, oh, that's kind of witty. It gets you excited. And then you read and you're like, not yeah, that you exciting. Just, you just fake headlined me again. <laughs> That's twice in well, one hour, Renee. Got but it was, it's a cute story because he is named after Derek Jeter. 
He also, you know, there's history. This is what they went through. His, um, the first home run of his career was in the Bronx. He recorded his first big, big league hit against the Yankees. That was July 9th when he was with the Red Sox going up against Alex Verdugo. I mean, it was cute, but I'm like, really, you guys, this is where we're so bored in the hot stove that we're like fake. That's we're, a, we're boiling water right I now. I agree, Dave. Like, there's that's nothing. A, that's a kind of a dumb first name well Peter? the good news is guys if they if the yankees can find a way to acquire connor wong from the red sox they'd have all the pieces they need to trade for mookie Betts because <laughs> yeah. they oh got Verdugo and jeter downs now yeah. they're two-thirds of the way there <laughs> yeah That's a good point. very true i agree That's matt decker that, Je- that jeter jeep commercial it, it irks me it's why very, i don't know i think it's so sweet Mm. What don't you like about it? Him and his family, and he's, like, driving home. I mean, home I like looking at Hannah Ferguson anytime I can, but... He's, like, driving home through all the different weather, and it's like, you you know, the Wagoneer is getting you home. I love Jeep. I don't know. I think it's such a cute commercial. Yeah. It's I feel precious. like they had Derek Jeter, and they had Hannah Ferguson, and they were like, all right, just have them drive home to her, and their faces will sell Jeeps. Like I, I don't know. It didn't feel like there was um, a lot of effort put into that one. I guess... I guess um, it, it was, you know, it's wait, I'm trying to. So I met Derek Jeter's sister this past summer. I was like sitting at a at a dinner with her and didn't even at first. Does she realize look like it. Derek Jeter? No, hmm. no, but she acts like Derek Jeter. What do you mean? <laughs> was she hitting on you? No, she just like once she said that she was Derek. Like once I found out she was Derek Jeter, so I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's super on brand. Her personality is very Jeter esque and very like I'm somebody important, mm-hmm. and I drive a Wagoneer in a commercial. Yeah, those Wagoneers aren't cheap. But she she was a nice person, and I saw that today. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. It's very interesting time right now. It's very slow. We're in a lull. Things are going to pick up for sure. Um, and you know what can help pick things up in your life? That's Factor Meal Kits because. With the meal kit purchases over at Factor Meal Kits, you have the chance to now make sure you're getting nutritious, flavorful meals to fuel you through the jam-packed days that you may have. So Factor's America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, and it's great for anybody that's meal prepping, whether it's breakfast, lunch, dinner. You can go over to Factor Meal Kits, and they have whatever you need. It'll be delivered straight to your door, which is convenience. You know I love getting things delivered. I'm not like Jamie or others that wants to go to the store and wait in lines. I know Eugene Krabs is waiting in lines at Costco. You don't even have to wait in lines here because Factor Meal Kits will drop it off right at your door, ready-to-eat meals that allow you to have the easy Uh, convenience of meal prepping. So throughout the course of your week, you now get the opportunity to know where your healthy meals are coming from. And over at Factor Meal Kit, their meals are ready in just a few minutes. Fresh, never frozen meals. We're not talking about TV dinners. These are never frozen meals that you can enjoy. High quality, delicious meals that are great, especially around the holidays, to make sure you're paying a good price, getting a good meal, and giving you that extra boost to support your wellness and your daily routine. So with their meals, they have meals that are around or less than 550 calories per serving. They have Protein Plus, which gives you 30 grams of protein or more per serving, lots of health benefits, and it's not just for dinner. Again, it's for all meals. So you can head on over to factormeals.com slash phillies50. Okay, so factormeals.com slash phillies50. 5-0, the 5-0, to be able to shop for those meal kits and get 50% off when you use the code Phillies50 over at Factor Meal Kit. So 
Eating healthy this holidays does not have to be a chore. It can be nice and easy with all the different various services such as factory meal kits. Yeah, I need that. All right. Well, as we uh, wrap up, we are officially at the end of our guest that ballpark. Um, that is sad. It's very sad. It it's very exciting. It's it. been a fun run. Yeah, I think I've we have something this. else up our sleeve for January. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's been a but fun run not, for sure. We did all the ballparks. And I don't well, even know what do the last them. one, one Can we <laughs> guess that last ballpark? We, uh, I don't have the list, so if Renee could lie oh, to me. Oh, it looks like Renee wins by more. <laughs> yeah, like she could just lie to <laughs> me and tell me. I gave you the list the last, like, seven shows. I know, but I don't Well, not remember. everybody will know it. Is it City, City Field's the last one, right? Maybe. Sure. Why not? Could be. All right, let's could see be. it, Tyler. All right, here's our oh, final ballpark. We're not making a ballpark. There's one left. Oh, you really don't have one? No. Oh. Oh, is it City Field? That's no fun. Yeah. It's the only one. The only one we haven't done. City Field. Great American Ballpark. By process of elimination, it is clearly Great American Ballpark. Clearly. It's Great American Ballpark. Final answer. It's City Field. Did I win? Yeah, sure. Great right, American so ballpark. That, Whatever helps you sleep at night, buddy. With that, we finished 13. It's I'm going to give us a me. point. I'm going to give us an end. You know what? Actually, it is important because, Jamie, you only had nine on the year, so that bumps you to 10. See? So you can say you got a third. Mm-hmm. See, we needed that final ballpark. I got a third of you the ballpark. You got a third of the ballpark. While cheating. For, I got nearly half. Well, you cheated longer than me, so. We're not doing that. Yeah. All well, right. So, guys, also, we'll be doing some fun trivia. Uh, we've got some other new trivia up our sleeves. I did stumble onto some... Pretty exciting reading. I'm big. I love to read books. Did you like to read books? Um, my relationship with books, I, I like them a lot. I can only read in certain locations, uh, which is typically the beach. Uh, and with kids, that went out the window. And planes, and I haven't flown much the last three or four years. <laughs> so you don't read? Basically, that's what I'm getting at. Because the only other place I could attempt to read is bed, but reading makes me sleepy. So I fall asleep every time. So me and books, you know, Tyler? I love them, but I don't have time for them. Do you have the same lo- relationship with books? I'm sorry. I know you were moving on. From- so I pretend that oh, okay. I want books. Yeah, like I can't like sit I've gotten, down on the couch and read a book. I've gotten books wow. each yeah, of the last probably. two Christmases. I've asked for more this Christmas, you know, so in, in my adult Christmas list and yeah. st- my parents still make me put together. Uh-huh. Um, oh, I still do that. Yeah. But yes, I my mommy's getting me something. I always <laughs> ask for some semblance of a book and then I don't read it. Yeah. Okay. I'm really okay. good at it. But I do love a bookcase. Like I love looking at like Zach Berman's book right up here. Mm-hmm. You know, I like a bookcase with books on it and stuff for like sure. that. Yeah. Okay. Stolen I like Valor to read. of books. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, as we drift into the holiday season, we've got some exciting things up our sleeves. We will have a white elephant uh, gift exchange tomorrow, actually, live on our show. John Foley is going to be here in person with us. We also have a special guest joining us tomorrow as well. And uh, and Rob Parker of Fox Sports. (laughs) We're going to have John Foley and show on the show in studio, I should say. I agree, Eugene. Some (laughs) gift exchange. And then we're going to do some trivia. And I actually have a book we're going to read, guys. We're going to read this book together are you gonna memorize it beforehand so you know all the answers uh, no i'm reading it so i'm not giving no i'm Mm -hmm. leading this trivia and you and tyler have to guess yeah we're turning the tables so i was stumbling on i stumbled onto this on amazon i was shopping for our white elephant gifts and i'm doing that right after the show today yeah so we're not gonna do it today because we're we're over i know what tyler's getting (laughs) he already already kind of said it in the in the you're getting him a book no he said in our text chat the other day what he was gonna bring to the white elephant oh i know booze is always <laughs> a great gift always 
All right, and you guys are such a great gift because you join us all the time. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you're excited to tune in tomorrow as we have our live white elephant gift exchange. Uh, we're going to do some story time reading on some episodes. We'll do some more fun trivia. And, of course, we're going to continue to unpack all that's going on around the Phillies stuff. and around Major, League myself. around Major League Baseball. Jamie looks like he moved in, so he's collecting all his belongings. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another edition of PHOI Phillies Podcast. For Tyler, Jamie, myself, Renee, have a great Wednesday. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you back here noon live for more on Thursday. See you guys.